Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Killing It. I'm Daniela. And I am Key. And this week we're actually going all in on the real world, specifically the real world's Las Vegas. You got it going on. You got it going on. We're going to be talking about the two previous seasons of the real world that took place in Las Vegas. Yes. In preparation for the season that is premiering this week, because this podcast is probably going to come out tomorrow. Go big or go Wednesday. home. Yeah. It's premiering on Thursday, the 17th of March. The real world, go big or go home. Yeah. Um, Which, like I said before, is weird because there's a huge sign in Las Vegas at Guy Fieri's restaurant that says, go big or go home. <laughs> so I don't know if that's where they got the idea, but... Guy Fieri just really knows how to live his life. <laughs> and somebody at MTV was like, yes, that is what we need to have. Yeah, emulate. let's let's model um, let's model our latest season of Twist Real World. <laughs> go big or go home, like this Guy Fieri sign. But yeah, we're let's let we're gonna get right into it because there's yes. two entire seasons. So we're we're gonna do something we're gonna be a little stricter on ourselves than usual. Yeah. This is usually a free form pod, but we're going to do 15 minutes on Vegas 1, 15 minutes on Vegas 2, 15 minutes on Vegas 3, the pre for preview the preview of Vegas 3, yeah. and then a quick we'll talk quick about hot topics. we'll talk about all of our Vegas casts members, all of our Vegas cast members mm-hmm. one by one, break it down. Um, we'll probably go into a little bit of their challenge records because you have to. I mean, this is a challenge podcast. You have to. And then we'll, you know, we'll get our, imp- our first impressions of these new kids who crazy because the whole new season is about, it's kind of like Road Rules, so they're already kind of challenge ready at this point. Yeah. But we'll see. We don't know. We haven't seen the season. Well, we'll get there in the, those excited. two minutes. Are you excited for the new season? I'm excited for the new season, but I'm mostly really excited because I get to talk about two of my favorite seasons right now so yeah well let's go into it all right we'll start with vegas one ding 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 which was um which was at the palms hotel in las vegas in 2002 not on the strip not on the strip no i don't think any season's been on the strip at this point i think it's kind of hard to do filming on the strip i'm sure yeah it's so crowded i mean i i've talked about it already i absolutely love vegas it's like heaven to me so seeing it in 2002 after i've been there three times in the past two years, I think. Maybe two times. It's been two times. It's been three times, but okay. It has been three times. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's amazing. So yeah, it's crazy to see it kind of like old because there's not that Sphinx in front of the Luxor Hotel anymore. It is very different. Yeah. I say uh, that as someone who's never been to Vegas. (laughs) Yet. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so Vegas won. Me and and Daniela did a whole... Well, we we tried to marathon the whole entire season that last week. But, I mean, there's 28 episodes. It's mm-hmm. a lot. It's one of those old seasons. Like, they used to be 30 minutes, so they go on forever, kind and of. We got and they lived through, together for five months. And we got through, like, what did I say, 15 yeah, I think out we of got 28 episodes. So we watched, we watched like, four and a half hours. Yeah. And we weren't alone, so thank you to all the people yeah. who sat shout through. Shout out to Rachel. Shout out to JT. Shout out to Max. And Joseph. And Joseph. Well, he's always here. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, it was a great, it was a great four hours. I can, I, I didn't stop, and on, on, like Monday, which was yesterday. Yeah. Um, I finished watching it because I just, you know, I couldn't help myself. Um, but yeah, you're a so, true journalist. I'm a true journalist. I needed to do my research. 
Um, so yeah, we were at the Palms Hotel, which I actually haven't been to because it's off the Strip, and I don't go anywhere but on the Strip in Vegas, except for when I went to the Gold Spike to see them filming a new season, which we'll talk about a little later. Um, also, some some hot tips from our friend Lauren, who went to the Palms. She oh. said that they still have some of the original Real World Season 1 stuff there. Uh, yeah, I think they do. I mean, it's, I mean, they brought them so much money. I'm sure. Because well, I mean, it was a new hotel, right? Yeah, it was a new hotel. Yeah. Also, I mean, the Las Vegas season of Real World, I'm pretty sure, is like probably one of the highest rated seasons. Don't quote me on that. I don't know. But, I mean, it like seemed to be the most popular. If you ask anyone our age, everyone remembers that season. Even people that are older than us know about yeah. that season. A, a lot of people call it the season that kind of turned the real world into trash. Yeah. Actually, one of the people that we watched it with, Max brought that up. He was like, is yeah. this the first season that was like really real... Like, what we now know is the real world. What do, you, I mean, what do you think? Yeah, they casted it, and then they put them in Vegas. Yeah. Of course. They literally all talked about having sex all the time. And, and they went to rain every single night. Yeah. And they were... Okay, I have, like, a lot to say about how about the, the passing of time on Vegas, but we uh, should jump, jump into the cast first before we go into Well, that. I mean, you know, it goes hand in hand. That's true. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, we could go into it. Like, I would say, like, this season of the... This season, it kind of is specifically, like, it's basically a show about Trishel and Steven and about Alton and Irulan. Yeah, but I think my biggest problem with watching this, mm-hmm. this season is that you can literally, like... It could have taken place in two weeks. It could have taken place in two years. <laughs> and you never see them go outside during the day. Yeah. And there's just no concept of time. There's one episode where somebody references it being 5 o'clock and everyone in the room... PM. Yeah, we had no idea what 5 <laughs> no o'clock they were talking about. It's it's pretty insane. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's kind of how Vegas is. Though. All, the, all the hotels are pretty dim. Yeah. You don't know what time it is unless you're walking through... Well, unless you are walking outside. So it was truly an immersive experience. Yeah, it's... <laughs> it's so great. Uh, but yeah, Vegas, the first season in Vegas is totally great. Uh, but yeah, like I said, it's the it's all about Trishel and Steven and Alton and Irulan. And then there's Arissa's growth story in between. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so let's we'll go one by one. Obviously, like I think Trishel is probably the most impactful person who was on this season. Yeah, I would say she's one of the most impactful yeah. people of the whole the She's whole like, she series. was, yeah, she kind of came, like, she really came into... Her, her own, like, in this whole weird, like, 2002 through 2006, like, reality TV, like, those people were celebrities at the time. Yeah. Like, she was on every reality TV show after The Real World. I think I read that she did The Surreal Life right after she left The Real World, basically. Ugh, that um, makes me feel like I need to take crazy, a shower. Which is crazy, because in The Surreal Life, she lived, she lived like, Tammy Faye. Tammy Faye Baker that you oh my gosh that even, that yeah yeah, yeah. R.I.P. she's great she um, lashes for days I know uh, Ron Jeremy Ugh. it's crazy yeah um, but yeah Trishelle like but when she starts she's kind of like the quintessential small town girl who comes to the big city she's from uh, what like cut back cut, cut off cut off Louisiana cut off Louisiana and, but she's definitely like a college party girl she's yeah. not as innocent as Julie from New York season one. She's not, you know, she's as not innocent as, and Mormon as Julie from New Orleans season one. And she's one. not as innocent as some men in the house like to think. Yeah. Which has Frank meets her and he's like, I love this girl. And she's just so into Steven. Yeah. And their whole romance is basically the entire season. It goes, it goes like, it goes everywhere. But yeah, Trisha's your small town girl. Um, yeah. She's kind of like, I kind of like love her. Yeah. I don't know. She's kind of great. She's very, like, she's very romantic. She's very sweet. 
she really wants to find love, but she also just, like, loves to get fucked up and hang out and party. She's yeah. She's, like, she loves it. At the end of the day, she's a selfish person. Yeah. And, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, I was, like, I started following her on Twitter the other day, and if you guys want to, like, it's pretty crazy. She goes on this, well, not huge, but she does go off on, like, Kim and Kanye about, basically, she know, she says she knows that Kim um, Kardashian's body is not real. She knows the doctors. She knows. I mean, like, everyone kind of know. knows. <laughs> yeah, but, you I mean, know? she's just like, I know. I like, to me, I'm this like, is, oh like, God. a grab at, like, her trying to, to make drama so that somebody is like, Trishel from Real World says, Kim's, but like, Trishel, I know the doctors. we love you. You don't need a grab for it. You like Trishel because she has a weak chin. I do, yeah. Yeah. I think she's just great. I mean, I, I was, like, all day I've been thinking about Trishel, and I'm like... <laughs> I'm like, I should really probably, like, do an expose on Trisha. Like, I should, I could write a, like, novel about her life. Like Hollywood Babylon, except for just Trisha. Just, just about Trisha. So, Keith Anger? Um, Kenneth Anger? No, but you would be Keith, Keith Anger. Keith Anger, yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was like, uh, what? All right. Uh, but Let's yeah. move on to another cast uh, well, Yeah, we'll, we'll move on to I'm Steven, which you. is her, you know, uh, what do you call it? Her, her, her interest. Her other half the her whole flame. time. She really loves Steven. Steven, like... Loves having sex with Rochelle. Uh, but Stephen is also <laughs> literally married. Stephen is literally married, which I seem to have forgotten. Yeah. That, that was a thing. They don't really talk about it, but he in, references a few times. Yeah. So in his intro, he's like, I'm married, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, he immediately gets into the house and, like, pretty much immediately has sex with Trishel. Yeah. And he references that he is married, but they're separated and getting a divorce. Yeah. He also sounds like a talk show host. Mm-hmm. Um, like, literally, like, it's just, his voice is just like that. And he has spiked hair with frosted tips, yeah, that which was, is very 2002. Very 2002. I don't really blame him for it. That's just the era. He's very handsome. Um, when he goes on Real World Reunited or whatever, like the Rihanna, he looks great. He has, like, a shaved head. Mm, I'm going to have to Google that very later. Very handsome. He is um, handsome. Like, he's he's definitely handsome, and he's the kind of guy who, like, knows he's handsome yeah. and has, like, skated by in his life on being handsome, yeah, but, which is why he's fucking married and then yeah. has hooks up with Trishel. He's definitely smarmy, but he is also an LGBT advocate. Oh, yeah. His best friend is gay. Who, this old man who he invited. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little... Oh, also, he works in a gay bar. Yeah, he's a... He's a um, He's married. He works at a gay bar. He's a bartender. Yeah. Gay men love him because he's, like, hot. He's super He has, hot. like, a six-pack. Yeah. Um, not a, he doesn't have like as great of a body as Frank, but he's more likable than Frank. That's a great segue to talk um, about Frank. Frank, yeah. Uh, he, he ends up getting into USC at the end of the season. You didn't see this part. I didn't because um, I can't. But yeah, Frank kind of like, he says a lot of things like he doesn't realize he's being like totally evil. Oh yeah. But he's just so like, he's like really ignorant. I mean, he's from. He's from like middle of nowhere, Pennsylvania. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's from like farm town outside of Pennsylvania. He has like a really great, like he has really great pecs. But yeah. a terrible haircut. He wears ugly pants. Might be 2002 kind of thing. I don't know. He's trying to get into law school. Yeah. He loves Trishel. No, he was going to business. Um, business school? Business I school, it was yeah. Law school. Um, basically the same thing in yeah, my it's, mind. It's, I don't it's care. all Greek to me and <laughs> It's all Greek to me. <laughs> I'm an artist, so I don't care. Um, Frank, yeah. I don't, he's not very likable. He kind of says things and doesn't realize they're offensive. Yeah, like he is. He's just a dork. Yeah, he, he is a dork, but for someone who's like so book smart, he he's very ignorant about the way that you yeah. you respect and talk to people. He's unaware. He's super unaware. Um, but it yeah. could you know, he, he literally has never left like Right. And so yeah, after the season I guess he moves to LA to live with Steven while he's going to USC. That's insane. So good for him. Party house. Um, yeah. 
Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. And then we'll talk about the third part of the Trishelle Stephen romance, which was Bryn, kind of, sometimes. Bryn oh, kind of, Bryn. like, she kind of came and went. She's, like, a self-proclaimed party girl, but she's, like, the kind of girl who's, like, I'm a party girl, and then just, yeah. like, doesn't actually I do think anything. she, so this is, this was my, like, this is my view of Bryn. Uh, I think, like, she, in her group of friends at home in Portland, is, like, Portland, Oregon. Portland, Oregon. Like, she's, like, the mean girl, party girl, like, popular, but I don't think her friends really like her very much, and so she came to Vegas, like, okay, like, I got on the real world, I'm gonna be, like, the head HBIC of the house, like, party girl, like, everyone's gonna party, have fun with me, and it just didn't happen, and no one really liked her that much. It was very obvious that this was the first time in her life where she wasn't getting the attention that she wanted, and she essentially has a breakdown. Yeah, she kind of, like, the last thing you really hear about her in the season is that she's kind of having anxiety issues, and she goes home to see her mom who's having anxiety issues. It's really just kind of like, oh, that sucks. But yeah, Bryn, she, like, loves Steven, and she, like, she throws, like, a fork at him, and Steven's like, I want you out of the house. Yeah, he tries to vote Bryn out, and she's, like... She's like, I like you. I'm sorry. Like, I did this because I like you. He's like, that's no excuse. And everyone's like, Steven, just chill. Like, yeah, he seriously, just, like, just let her stay. Her. Yeah. But yeah, Bryn kind of was a, I'm sure she was like a producer flop. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. But she look, she looks so 2002. She's got like the straight short flipped out at the bottom hair. Oh, she wears like big baggy pants and like belly tees. Yeah. Like post Gwen Stefani. It's insane. Yeah. She's very like new millennia girl yeah for real yeah but uh, there's not enough to talk about brand to keep no to we're, we're, we're already talking too much about brand yeah we need to move on to the to other to the other three roommates the most important the most important the most important roommate in my mind is Arissa, who's definitely my shining star of this season she floats in beautiful beautiful pulling like an Aaliyah vibe you didn't you didn't see the last thing she says to trishelle she's like remember with my hat with my hat cocked down like this oh Arissa. she's like remember that? and then trishelle like is like I don't know what you're talking about, basically. <laughs> but Trishel's just, like, so cool. I mean, no, Arissa's, like, so cool. She goes through it this season. She's there to grow. She really is. She's with this guy, Dario, back home. Dario seems fine. Seems fine. He cares about her, obviously. He definitely gets a girl possibly pregnant, cheating on her while she's gone. Which is, she, like, fucked up. She flips out, burns pictures of them in their, like, lobby area of the palms oh yeah because they have like it's a lobby like personal outside there. and it's filthy all the time you don't see it later in the season because yeah. you didn't watch this but geez it's always dirty and they're always smoking back there probably because um, they can't smoke in the suite yeah but she's from baltimore and she does uh, boston oh i thought she's from baltimore boston. and she does slam poetry she's just great she's and wonderful. yeah it's great because she like she really wants to change she wants to get away from her life like she comes from a super controlling family who are like crazy and kind of don't treat her very well like they're always stressing her out. She has, like, a restraining order. She was on the lam while she was in Vegas because she had a bench warrant out for her arrest. Oh, my God. Yeah. She's like, oh, my God. It reminded me of Tammy from Los Angeles because Tammy just got, like... Your favorite. So she's my all-time favorite real world. Okay. Time. Um, yeah. We'll move on from... What do you call it? Marissa. From Marissa because... We could talk. We could talk a whole pot I, about Arissa. Just let it be known she's my fave on this season. But we'll move on to um, Alton and Irulan. But we should talk about them a little bit separately. Yeah, I mean Irulan's so, very beautiful. This season, everyone's beautiful. This everybody season. on this season is beautiful, yeah. and they're not even just beautiful because they're real. Irulan's. Yeah. She's a photographer from New York. Yeah, she went to uh, performing arts high school. Yeah. That's where she met her boyfriend. Uh, they're from. She's from the Bronx. I don't know. Or Harlem? She's, she's, she's very, a New York City girl, though. She's very sweet, very Queens. naive. She's from Queens. She's from Queens. She's uh, very naive. 
And her and Arissa are both half black, half Italian, yeah. and they bond over that pretty early yeah. on. And they're pretty close the whole season. Arissa kind of like, they get in a little bit of a tiff, but they resolve it pretty quick because they blame Frank. Yeah. Um, which he's the best person true. to blame. Yeah, they should have blamed Frank. But yeah, Erlon's in this open relationship with her super hot boyfriend back home, Gabe. Super, super hot. <laughs> but yeah, she basically, her and Alton kind of have a thing, and they really end up kind of like having this romance the whole season. Uh, well, no, actually the second half of the season, really. Yeah, at the beginning, uh, Alton was kind of quiet in the beginning. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll move to talking on about, or move on to talking about <laughs> Alton. He was kind of quiet in the beginning, yeah. and then his storyline was basically about like how he's homophobic because his brother was yeah. murdered and he was molested. Which is really insane. It's I did not super, remember super that. super, insane. He's also, on a lighter note, because I don't want to get too bogged down on this compact, comp podcast about you know, murder. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's really fucking crazy. But um, yeah, he's so San Diego. He's like, talks like this. Yeah. I did not remember that about him. He's really, really, and he's wearing puka shell necklace. And, like, All the time. He's always wearing a he tank top. He talks about climbing and inline skating. He's like, I like to skate and climb yeah. and like any physical activity yeah, outdoors. He does not have too much of a, like, a thing in the beginning of the season, but once he kind of like, um, him and Erlon kind of start heating up. He's kind of, he gets he gets really angry when he's drunk. A lot of people. Oh, he he got his girlfriend at home pregnant. Maybe. Yeah, but I don't think she ended up being pregnant. No. But yeah, um, wild. Uh, also, side note: Erlon hooked up with their disgusting boss, Mark. Oh God, their their boss at the Palms. He was <laughs> yeah, like the look it up. It's guy. like it's I cannot believe she like went that far with him. Sometimes I was like I was shocked. Erlon's very beautiful. She's beautiful. She could get anyone she wants. She's and she... Beautiful curly hair. Uh, always wearing like all black. And just this like, ugh, this guy yeah. was only using his position of power over her to yeah, like. And then they kind of talk about that, how it's like how super it's really, unprofessional. It's super unprofessional. It's really messed up. Yeah. All right. Well, we're out of time on Vegas one, uh, unfortunately. There, I just watched it, so I just had a lot to say. But it's okay. I love it. It's a great. If you ever, I mean, you know, they were the only season of the world that ever got reunited and had a special. Which it was they like did. a five or five ten, years. five or ten episode special. Um, like a couple years, five years later. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. It was in two thousand seven or something. They did. Which it. would be five years. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was wild. They all came back. I think Bryn had already had one baby. Yeah, Bryn. She married Austin, that guy who visited her. Yeah. And had kids with him. She's probably the happiest out of all of those people. Yeah, good for Bryn. I mean, she seems sweet, but I mean, I feel like, she, like I, I already talked about Bryn. Yeah, yeah, We're done. All right, so. We got to move on to Vegas 2. All right, restart your count, your clock. I will. All right, so Vegas 2. So this was what, 2010. Yeah, it was like right after we graduated from college. Which was in 2011? Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, I think it was right... Yeah, it was that year, so it was that fall. Okay, and um, they're back in Vegas, but they're at the Hard Rock, which they're I guess was kind of newish at the time. Are they just in a remodel or something? I don't know too much about the Hard Rock. I didn't. Vi- I haven't visited the Hard Rock or the Palms, IRL. <laughs> I mean, like, you know... I don't know what I'm doing, I don't obviously. know either. So this season was also crazy because it was in Vegas. Yep. And um, one of the things that I most remember is basically about how they were always eating out. They were like constantly mm. in restaurants inside the Hard Rock Hotel. Weird because on, in Vegas one, I only saw Bryn eating at home. I never saw them eating at Besides sushi, they ate sushi all the time. That's because all the girls had eating disorders and they talked <gasps> about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, but we, they we'll were... We'll move on. <laughs> yeah, move on to... Okay, so uh, the first cast member I want to talk about is Heather. She's really, really... St- <laughs> Wait, Marta or Cook? Marta. <laughs> really tiny, really blonde. She's from New Jersey, and she's really nice. Yeah. Nothing really else to say about her. She's very close with her mom, who she talks to a lot. All I, all I remember about Heather is her and Dustin. Exactly. She was dating Dustin. Dustin, 
lots of stuff. I've to seen say about a lot him. of Dustin. <laughs> we, have, I think, most people have seen a lot of Dustin because they showed some of the clips. Anyways, um, he's from Louisiana. He's a Southern boy, and he seems just like a nice guy. He's down to party. Yeah. Uh, hooks up with Heather. Is like very sweet to her, and then Heather. Very gentlemanly. Very gentlemanly. Heather's mom reveals to Heather that Dustin <laughs> was actually a gay for pay porn actor yeah. in something called his Frat name was. It was like Spencer or something. Yeah, and he like he did like hey, he kind he kind of only says that he did like pretty basic stuff, but like he, he got fucked. I thought he did. <laughs> I saw it. I've this seen is it. an explicit podcast. I'm sorry. Does, I mean, it's the, just the label I don't want to. I don't want to be crude. No, it's okay. Um, I mean, gay for pay. He was gay for pay. Yeah, and I don't believe that he's gay. I'll say that. I don't think he's gay either. He's actually slightly homophobic. Yeah, but I think weirdly. that's a, the def, a defense mechanism, yeah. probably. Um, but he kind of talks about how, like, there's this guy, and he pays him a lot of money, and, like... Oh, I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, it's, like, a little bit weird when Dustin kind of, like, reveals, like, how he got into all of this. Like, he needed money, and, like, yeah. some guy approached him, and it's, like, very shady, and it actually just made me feel, like, really bad for yeah. the whole situation. He described... So, he, him and Heather and Dustin did couples therapy after they were on The Real World, the VH1 show. They were on with Flavor Flav. And who? And Chingy. Flavor Flav and whoever his wife, whoever his wife is, I don't know, her name's like Liz. Oh. Um, and like Chingy was on with his like girlfriend or wife. It's, and like teen mom people. But anyway, but yeah, he talks about how, um, he said Frat Pad was like kind of like a reality TV, like online thing. So basically he was on the real world, but like for gay porn. <laughs> I mean, essentially, I mean, he's like a cam girl, except he's yeah, a cam boy. Like people just there. There's like I think there's like a live chat where like they just tell them what to do. I don't know. I mean, I've never like, I've never. I've only seen the videos of. It. I've never been on like an active website. I don't yeah. really know what it's up to these days. I mean, me neither. But yeah, it doesn't. It didn't seem like I. Uh, from what I remember, it doesn't seem like people liked Dustin that much because he was very competitive and yeah. selfish, especially yeah. Mike. Yeah, uh, and he. He had, like, all these ideas about, like, what values were, mm. but he was hypocritical in a lot of ways. Yeah, everyone, I think, was, was like, I can't believe you wouldn't have told her. Yeah, and Heather and Dustin, like, actually stay together, so. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so you brought up Mike. Mike, he is a responsible kind of, like, you know, normal, very normal person. Yeah, he's, like, he, he, I, he, just I think graduated from college. He literally looks like, I think he's the last person that's ever been on The Real World who looks like a normal person from the street. Yeah, like, you would see him, like, you know, just walking down the street, like, yeah. normal guy. He looks like, like a tourist. He kind of does. Very, very, very normal. I cannot stress that enough. Turns out that both of his parents were, like, drug addicts and in jail, and he grew up with his grandparents, and he has a very strange relationship with his parents. Yeah. Uh, which is something that he works through. And his best friend on the show turns out to be Leroy, who is the complete, they're complete opposites. Yeah, and we've talked about Leroy on this podcast a lot. America's Favorite Garbage America's Man. America's Favorite Garbage Man. He is from Michigan. He's a garbage man. He loves to work out, and he ends up hooking up with Naomi. And my favorite thing that Naomi does in this season is when... The, we'll talk about Cook a little later, I guess. Yeah. But when Cook comes in, like, apparently she's like, I just want to make out with Dustin. Like, Naomi is, like, pissed and, like, just gets into her face when she's sleeping and, like, wakes her up. <laughs> yeah. I remember, like, being... Yeah. I remember watching that with my little brother and being like, that is so rude. I remember that, too, because I remember <laughs> Naomi's outfit looked really uncomfortable and I was like, she's drunk because I would not want to wear that outfit. Yeah. She's... Naomi's really funny. But... 
she is really funny. So Mike and Leroy, like, form a beautiful, like, opposites attract friendship. Naomi is literally in love with Leroy, and Leroy could not care less. And yeah, but, like, she's really possessively in love with Leroy. Yeah. And Leroy's like, I'm in Vegas, I'm trying to enjoy myself. And Naomi is, she's just, like, crazy. She's from the Bronx. She's like a city girl. Very cute. She's very, very cute. She's got a really sexy low voice. Yeah, like what, what else does she do that season besides lovely Roy? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. She had a really hard time at their job. Like she was super lazy. What was their job? I don't even remember. They like organized charity events for the Hard Rock or something yeah. like that. I mean, it's just like in Vegas 1, their job was like kind of working for the Palms, like throwing events. But all they did was ski dance. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we won't get too much into it. It's really stupid. <laughs> so Naomi, and then we have Nani, whose real name is Noemi, and they bonded over oh. that and that they're also both I Latina. I did not remember that, but we we love Nani, obviously. We We've love Nani. I think we've said that every episode of this podcast. Yeah, we talk about Nani a lot, but she's hey, from... Hey, Nani, we love you. She's from, like, small-town New York. She is uh, Latina, and she... Wears her heart talks, on her sleeve. She really wears her heart on her sleeve. She is trying to find her dad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's her storyline. Does she? Doesn't she? Oh, he's dead. He's dead. She, fire, she hires a private investigator to, like, find out what happened to her dad, and it turns out that he had passed... That's, oh my God. It's like, really, really that's sad, That's so actually. crazy. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. They do that a lot in the real world, like finding your dad. I mean, like, well, that's when it used to be real. Oh, they just did that to Jason, an explosion. Yeah, and or, I think um, someone in the new season doesn't know what their parents are. That's One of the so girls. Crazy. I don't know. Anyways, um, so Nani. Nani's the best. She's going through this stuff with her dad. She's got a boyfriend at home. But she breaks up with him to sleep with fucking Adam Royer. Who you love. I do love Adam. Hi. He's a bad boy. He's a bad boy. He's a really bad boy. So he's like, his storyline is, I can't even. <laughs> he's a gangster from Maine. <laughs> he's, he's so unassuming. He's like kind of small-ish. Like yeah, he's, he's just like skinny. And he's. I don't think any of the roommates really liked him. No, I don't think it. Well, Nani like tolerated him, and that was mostly just because she was like attracted to him. Yeah. But he, he like had been in juvie since like he was twelve. He had been involved with drug dealing. He like loves calling himself a bad boy, and yeah. he gets super blacked out, drunk, and super violent. Yeah. And actually. And really mean to Nani, which is not super okay. Super mean. He was kind of emotionally abusive. And she would always end up taking care of him. It was really, really an awful situation. But he ends up getting sent home because he trashes the hard rock one night. Yeah. Literally does not remember the next morning. He's like, like the hotel Whoa. kicks him out. Yeah, the hotel, like and not even the, the producers. World. Yeah, but the hotel was like, he cannot stay here. But he doesn't even remember the next day, like yeah. all the destruction that he caused. And I think I mentioned it before, like it looked like a bunch of people like destroyed the room. Yeah. Like it wasn't. It, it was just one person, but it was, like, a sizable amount of damage. It was yeah. really crazy. Ugh, man. I didn't even know there was, like, bad things that happened in Maine. Apparently. All I know about Maine is, like, crabs. Well, actually. Like, the crustaceans. Maine is actually going through a lot right now oh. with the new heroin addictions and stuff like that. Oh, my God. Do you think Adam Royer had anything to do with it? No, because I know that he lives in L.A. And oh, right now yeah, he's he's, he's on a great path. I think he has a baby on the way, and he's in law school. So. Oh, we were supposed to look up if the baby's been born yet. We'll, we'll, we'll look it up. Okay. 
I'm um, glad you turned your life around. Yeah. But he was replaced. He was replaced by Heather Cook, and she was like a cute girl soccer player, but she came in midway in the season, and she actually had a hard time breaking into the clickiness of the girls. Yeah. Because so they were pretty like, clicky. She kind of just hung around with the boys, right? Yeah, but then they eventually accepted her. Yeah, I mean, Naomi did yell at her in her bed because she tried to yeah. make out with Dustin. Um, but yeah, Cook, uh, in, her, in her Wikipedia page, it says she lives, breathes, and eats soccer. So she's on, the, she's on the Philippines team. Yeah. So she basically, I mean, she has she did a challenge and did really well. I think they were like, her and Carmarie were like second place on Rivals 2 or something. Um, but she hasn't done one since because she's just always kind of Because she's soccer. a professional athlete. Because she's a professional athlete, yeah. which probably is a better deal. I remember when she came in and she liked Dustin so much. I was like, seriously, out of all of these guys, Dustin is the one that you want to hook up with? Obviously Leroy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess Adam was gone by then. So yeah, yeah I agree. Um, I was trying to think of parallels between the first and second seasons of like, who's like who. Yeah. And I was like, okay, Arissa and Nani are both like, they're like each other's, you know, parallel because yeah. they both wear their heart on their sleeve. Very true. Um, you know, emotionally open. They like, you know. They care. Yeah. Um, kind of the stars of their season. Kind of the stars well. of their season. I guess I, I guess Heather would be like Trishelle. Yeah. Because um, Heather, I mean, Heather and Nani like made out and hooked up. Yeah, in a season. hot tub. There, okay, there was like a crazy hot tub situation in the hot tub. <laughs> it was tub. right after like Heather and Dustin broke up, right? Yeah, for like a second. Yeah. And then they were like going to have just a girls night and then like Heather and Nani end up making out in the, <laughs> in the hot tub. But then Heather feels really bad about yeah. it because she's like, I only did that because I'm like so and upset Nani's and like, confused. whatever, it's fine. Yeah, Nani doesn't care. She's like, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, I guess then Irulan's like Naomi. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess they're both cool and from New York. Yeah. Um, I oh Frank is obviously like Mike Mike, or Dustin. You think? No. No, I mean Dustin and Stephen are a lot alike. I think. Yeah, kind of. actually, I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, they will have weird gay pasts. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, and I guess Leroy and Al- I mean I don't think Leroy and Alton are really. They're alike, not though. like at all. And I don't think I, maybe Alton and Adam are like. Because mm. you know they both get angry when they're drunk. Yeah, maybe that's it. Um, I don't know. Hard to compare. It's hard to compare Cook, two things that are so wonderful. I don't think wonderful. she's like anyone. Yeah. I don't think anyone's like Leroy. He's one of a kind. He truly is. And he's, he, I'm, <laughs> man, I'm, I just like want him in my life forever. Yeah. Well, I'm sure he will be. He seems yeah. like he's like the newish bananas. Like he'll always be on. He's a lifer. I'll, he'll always be on the challenge. Um, I mean, I guess before we go into the new season, we could kind of talk, touch on their challenge histories. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, obviously, Nani and Leroy, we've brought up, like, multiple yeah. times. They've They're been, very relevant. Yeah, they've been the mainstay on the past, like, eight seasons. I don't know. <clears throat> past six seasons, I guess. Yeah. Um, oh, Mike did did rivals with Leroy yeah. after Adam Royer got kicked out of the yeah, house. Jeez, He's apparently not ever allowed on challenges again. Apparently he, he failed the mental exam yeah. that they have to take. And, but also Alton has failed that before. Alton's been on a challenge. I think he, I don't know if he's, I think he might've won one before. He's been in a final before. Yeah. Yeah. Trishel did a bunch. Yeah, Trishel's done a f- Well, actually, she's only done, like, three or four. That's no, cool. I guess that's a lot. Yeah. But, yeah, she's, she got her and... Um, so, weirdly, they merged these two seasons into one team on Battle of the Seasons in 2012. Yeah. And they had Nani and Dustin from Vegas 2, and then Trishel and Alton from Vegas 1. I, I think... I don't know if I read this right, but apparently someone from the... Um, the new Vegas team 
dropped out, and they were originally going to have both teams, like New Vegas and Old Vegas. Oh. But someone from New Vegas dropped out, like Cook or something. Oh, that would make sense. And so they just merged the two teams. So I think Arissa and Frank were originally going to be on the Old Vegas team with Trishel and Alton. And I think Cook and Leroy were going to be on the team with Dustin and Ani. But then I'm like, why did they... Why'd they pick Dustin instead of Leroy? I guess he's really drama. He's super drama. Yeah. Uh, But um, he has gotten, like, out really early on all the subsequent challenges. Yeah, except for that one season. Him and Trishel were second place on Battle of the Seasons. They did bet. They they lost to the new, that new San Diego team, and then, but they beat the Brooklyn team, which was really slow. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um, I no, none of them have won before I don't think no one from any Vegas season has won not first place no yeah I don't think I could be wrong Alton maybe has won well, actually I think he won the gauntlet too gauntlet too yeah hmm. um, we'll, have to, we'll have to look into that Um, but yeah we love Vegas we love Vegas it's like I think 15 minutes is too short a time to, like... Yeah, it's really hard. Yeah, but, like, it's brought us such real moments. Like, Arissa's transformation. Yeah, it's so Nani good. coming to terms with her father, who she's never known as death. Yeah. Mike confronting his mom. Yeah. A uh, lot of real moments. There's a lot of pregnancy scares for some reason. Yeah, Trisha and Steven have a pregnancy scare. Doesn't Leroy... Don't Leroy and Naomi? I think Leroy and Naomi do, too. Yeah. Real weird parallels. Super weird parallels. Uh, I think Vegas brings out just a certain kind of drama. Yeah, like unprotected sex drama. Yeah. I have not had unprotected sex in Vegas. <laughs> just throw that out there. Um, you, you, are, you are one of a kind. What can I oh, say? I've never been to Vegas, so... <laughs> we'll see. I haven't had unprotected sex in Yet. Vegas either. <laughs> um, I'm going to cut that out. I don't need anyone oh. to hear that. <laughs> uh, keep it in. Um, what was I going to say? But yeah, so what, I guess we can... Yeah, the next season, Go Big or Go Home, is taking. it's going to take place at the Gold Spike, um, which is in like old Las Vegas, like where like there's tons of like neon lights and stuff like that. So when I was there with my sister when I went to see Britney Spears this past October... Um, uh, sorry, I went to visit the Gold Spike because I wanted to see if they were filming, and obviously they were. Um, and I don't really remember what it looked like that much at all. It was kind of like in a lobby. It was pretty small looking, but they were filming, and I saw, um, what do you call it? Is Let it me... like a boutique hotel then? I don't know. Um, yeah, I did see them filming. I saw CJ, who, no, not CJ. I did see CJ with Jenna, who apparently is the racist one. Yeah. Um, they were standing together watching Dion, who's also called Jungle Boy. Mm, and wrong. he was he was in the zombie costume thing that he totally shouldn't have won, but won only because of real world. I think I talked about this last yeah. time. Um, and yeah, and, and Chris was there, who's the pansexual ex-Mormon. <laughs> God, they all have a thing, yeah. don't they? Um, should I just read all their things? Yeah, and could, why not? And we could see what we think. Okay, CJ. Can you spell it, though? Because not everyone yeah, can it's actually wi- see. It's a wild spelling. It's very unique. C-E-E-J, capital J, A-I, and then a little... Apostrophe. Apostrophe. Um, <laughs> thank you. Uh, growing up in East St. Louis... In East St- Street, Illinois, um, CJ was faced with many tough obstacles. Not only has she lost several friends to gun violence, but... It has also directly impacted her family. Turning a tragedy into social action, action, CJ works to bring awareness to her community about gun violence and domestic abuse. She hopes to eventually pursue a career as an attorney. 
to fight for stronger gun laws and bring a promise back to the tough neighborhood in which she was raised. CJ, an adrenaline junkie and currently single, is hoping that this experience will open her up to a whole, will open up a whole new world for her. Um, yeah, if I think we said it, go big or go home, like they have to do um, challenge, kind of like challenge esque things, like missions, kind of like how Road Rules was. Uh, now defunct show. Yeah, R.I.P. Um, though. R.I.P. Road Wolves. But yeah, so I guess that's why they added the adrenaline junkie part. <laughs> I feel like that's not a normal thing people say about each other anymore. <laughs> I don't know. Like I was, just, I was also thinking people used to bungee jump a lot. Like that was a thing, like to do on TV. Like oh my god, oh, oh my yeah, god, I'm bungee yeah. jumping. Like yeah. they did it for Airlines Twenty First. Um, but yeah, CJ seems great. I think in the trailer she's pushing Jenna into a table, but I think I, I think I read about that because I think Jenna's the racist one. <laughs> uh, let's see and then we have Chris let's see what does it say about Chris Christopher is a Salt Lake City bred Mormon boy turned liberal New York City hipster <laughs> his disassociation from the Mormon church and recently acceptance of his pansexuality has fueled his fight against religious discrimination made him an advocate for LGBT rights just like Stephen, and put him at odds with his conservative family Chris is on a journey to find his true self and enter a whole new chapter of life where he refuses to say no to anything. That's the go big or go home part. (laughs) What better place to put that into practice than in the rural Las Vegas house? Uh, I can think of a couple places, but that's, like, fine. (laughs) Yeah, Chris has this weird beard and hair thing going on that I'm not really interested in. Um, Yeah, he's very tall in real life. Um, And then we'll move on to Dean. This charming hunk true is going through a divorce and <laughs> looking to explore his life as a bachelor another wow yeah another um, divorce dean how gr- old is this person dean is 25 how have you already been married i don't know it's, be going it's a crazy dean grew up until the age of five in ghana africa and moved to las vegas with his father oh he's from vegas he attended university of nevada rena of nevada reno where he wooed the sorority girls with his humor and pretty boy vibes until meeting the woman he had a nightmare relationship with. Dean is coming into the roadhouse looking for a fresh start and ready to cut loose in Vegas. Ugh. A nightmare relationship is a really intense thing to say. It really is. I feel, I mean, like, it's, I mean, obviously it's an editorialization, like, villainizing the girl, but... Yeah, rude. That's rude. <laughs> um, next is Dion who's male, not, not like Dionne Warwick, like Dionne a man. Yeah. Um, not that that's a very commonly male name. Um, better known as Jungle Deion Boy. Sanders. Oh, yeah, Dion Sanders. Sorry, I don't like sports. <laughs> better known <laughs> Deion as... Dion Sanders has transcended the world of sports. Okay, says you. He was on Martha Stewart. Says you. Better known <laughs> as Jungle Boy. This adrenaline junkie, another one, prides himself on living life on the edges without burden of responsibility, having fully embraced the Peter Pan lifestyle, ugh, never growing up, his biggest fear is having a 9-to-5 job, ugh, ugh. or having to work at all for that matter. <laughs> Dion would much rather find a woman that will fall to his charm and boyish personality rather than get into anything serious. His female roommates are sure to lust over his jungle boy. Um... Not only, t- oh, only time will tell if his roommates can handle his crazy, over-energized antics. Um, he's very short in real life. My sister was very annoyed with him. He's, like, handsome, but he's very small. Sidebar, would you describe yourself as an adrenaline junkie? Never. Would you? No, I mean, like, I, I would like... Pre- I would describe you as competitive. 
<laughs> I mean, I like doing, like, things where I do get the rush of adrenaline, but I'm not, like, always craving that, like, next rush. I know. I feel like that's just not a way the way people describe each other anymore. Like, that's no. a, it seems like a very old way of, like, talking. Like, oh, they're an adrenaline junkie. <laughs> like, it's, like, maximum velocity. Like, extreme. <laughs> like, all past road rules, like, yeah, slang yeah, yeah. things. Um, <laughs> very millennium girl or millennium it's so boy. so weird. Um, <laughs> next up is Jenna. Not to be confused with our fave Jenna from Challenge. Jenna Compono. Not Jenna Compono. She's the best. This is new Jenna who maybe maybe is a racist. Mm-hmm. Um, don't let the Southern bombshells looks fool you. I'm not. <laughs> this feisty tomboy knows how to get down and dirty, from shooting guns to bow and arrows in her. From shooting guns to bow, and arrows in her bikini. That a proud dangerous. Yeah, a proud Southerner. Jenna is very vocal about her beliefs and the traditions she was raised with. And is no doubt the only roommate with a pet pig at home. Okay. <laughs> Jenna was raised by her deer-hunting Mormon father until she moved in with her mother at the age of 15. Real world would be a chance for Jenna to explore her life, culture, beliefs outside of her country town of Isley, South Carolina. How come she can't go to college? I don't know. That's a good place to find, you know. Find yourself. Find yourself. Your... But she's going on the real world instead. Okay. And apparently she gets pushed into a table. And is maybe a racist. Well, I, I did see her. She. Uh, these people seemed so young to me in real life. I'm only 26. And you weren't even 26. Oh, maybe you were. I, w- I had just turned 26 when we went. So you were in new 26. I was in new 26. And I was like, do I look, do I, like, why do I look so old compared to these people? You don't look old to me, but I've known you since we were 18, so. Yeah. Ugh, it's weird. Anyway, we'll move on to Kayla, which is spelled K-A-I-L-A-H. Gazoon <laughs> tight. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> She's wearing a cute little beanie with ears on it in her picture. Nope. And twirling her I'm little out. curly hair. I'm out. Um, apparently she has great eyebrows. I don't know. This stunning flirt credits her Puerto Rican heritage for her notable eyebrows, <laughs> impressive derriere, and loud, unpredictable personality. Unafraid of the casual hookup. Um, <laughs> Kayla warns guys not to fall in love with her due to her sexual prowess. A mean girl in high school, Kayla was a cheerleader and was voted gossip queen by her peers. Though she was popular growing up, Kayla admits having very few friends due to her strong personality and to this day has trouble maintaining friendships and roommates. While living in the real world house, Kayla hopes to work on her patience and grow past her drama queen phase. I hope she does. I hope she does, too. She yeah. sounds like she's going to be good for TV, though. Yeah, she definitely. I definitely saw a clip of her like telling Dion, like, I think that she has a golden pussy, and once guys sleep with her, they, they want to sleep with her again. And he was like, uh, I mean, like, don't people just want to sleep with people over and over again anyway? And no. she's like, no, like, people like, like me. I don't know. It was, it was pretty <laughs> people, funny. No, people like me. <laughs> um... And last but not least, we have Sabrina. Um, I don't think there's ever been a Sabrina ever on the real world, which is great, because Sabrina the Teenage Witch is my fave. Um, Yeah, she looks very normal. Sabrina, often viewed as aggressive, this Boston-bred beauty is... Boston is a good feeder for people on the show. CT, Arissa, wow. This Boston... Maria. Hey, we, we have to spend one podcast not mentioning her name. Sorry. This Boston bred beauty is not afraid to speak her mind. This aspiring singer-songwriter has a fascination with whipped cream and an ability to sexualize any situation. That's so weird. Ugh. Sabrina was adopted as a baby, and her biggest fear is to find and meet her biological mother. There we go. She has heard rumors that her mother lives either in Vegas or California, but she isn't sure. 
<laughs> Who's telling her these rumors? That's I what I want to know. <laughs> Sabrina wants to find and hopefully meet her biological mother, but to worry about what she'll find out as she goes down the road, down that road. Hmm. Um, I don't know. What do you think? Any like any early takes? I guess you kind of we kind of have to watch. I guess you have to watch. Um, I'm I'm like mostly I'm just like how are all these people's names spelled so crazy? I know. I was thinking like. Vegas in general has weird people with weird names. Like, Irulan, I've never heard that name in my life. Trishelle, never heard it in my life. This Nani? CJ girl. Everyone else. Nani. Every, everyone else's names are normal. All right. I guess. It's very unique, though. It is. So, um, I mean, I'm excited. I am, too. Vegas is a great city for the real world. Yeah, I hope this, I hope this season doesn't disappoint. They're already casting the next season, so... Oh, um, wow. So, I guess, like, they kind of have investment in it um which is great because i love the world obviously i know you do um but yeah so we're excited we're, we're we'll definitely be watching on thursday we we definitely will yeah maybe together maybe not maybe together maybe not it's usually when i go to the gym <laughs> so i might have to dvr it but I, I mean i like have been watching the world live for the past four years so i think i have as well i've been tr- i try to like get those ratings up you know so I have some hot takes for you. Oh. Yeah, I did my homework this week. Aww. The first one that I want to bring up. Thanks. The first one that I want to bring up. I'm actually going to save the best one for last, so okay. never mind. So the first one I'm going to bring up instead is, oh, the picture's not loading. Oh, my God. <laughs> so Jenna Compono, our favorite, tweeted, you know what I hate? When I ask someone what time it is and they say a quarter to dot, 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 a quarter to what? Which I don't really understand. Uh, I kind of get not... what she means. Like, I hate when people do that. You say, like, a quarter to six and it's 545. Well, yeah, you have to say six, but, like, quarter to. It's like, but what Oh, time? I see. Okay. Violetta. Oh. Yeah. Skeletons alum. Uh, at Jenna Compono, my personal response would be, quote, that's funny because I'm a quarter away from punching you in the face. Wow. She's still got that spice. Jenna replied, LMAO, right? Like, just gonna lead to more questions if you don't answer right the first time. Crying, smiling face. Hair flip girl. So. Aww. The blonde hair flip girl, too. I really want uh, Violetta to do a challenge. That's one of my dreams. <laughs> I know. Great. I want know. Want a cake pop? Oh my god, cake pop. Yeah, Violetta's great. Yeah. Alright, so that was, my, that was my main hot take. Do you have any? I thought, I, you had like, I thought you had a big explosive I one. do have a big good um, I don't have a good hot take enough. I mean, I don't think I could top any. I, all I've been doing is watching the first season of Vegas. So. <laughs> okay, then we'll close out on this, and it seems it feels right. Yeah. So I'm listening to, I was listening to, but I listen to every week, a podcast called Another Round uh-huh. by Heaven and Tracy, and it's through BuzzFeed, and they're great. I love them. They do interviews, and they drink, and it's so fun, and they're so smart. And they always have really interesting people on. Last week, they had Lin-Manuel Miranda on, the hymn of Hamilton fame. He actually Uh was just at the White House today. He did a freestyle rap about government issues with President Obama. Um, But he was talking about growing up Uh and how he went to uh, this performing arts high school. Uh And he was like, actually, I went to high school with, I don't really totally remember how it came up. But he went to high school with Erlon. No way. Yeah, yeah, Hunter. I guess it's in New York. Yeah. And um, 
so he was talking about how he like knew Irulan and Gabe and how he loves the real world but he never watched the Vegas season because uh. he was friends with Gabe and he knew something bad had happened and he uh. knew Irulan in real life and so he didn't want the Irulan he knew to be skewed by the TV version. Oh my God. Yeah. That's so crazy. Isn't that so crazy? I can't crazy? believe Hamilton and the real world Las Vegas are somehow like... Connected. Yeah, that's like out of control. Isn't it? That is like really good explosive news for hot takes. Yeah. For hot topics, whatever. Hot yeah. takes, hot topics, whatever. It's hot. <laughs> it's, it, I'm hot right now, to be honest. Yeah, uh, same. Um, yeah, apparently Erlon was also in the audience of Wendy Williams recently. I, some Vevma person posted a screen cap of it. It's like the most, like, that's the most Vevma thing it truly that can is. exist. That Someone was just watching like, Wendy Williams. And I was like, they look, she looks so great. She looks so great. I was like, well, she did look great, obviously. I don't know what you're doing now, Irulan, but I hope you're well. She's like, she must have some sort of... I think she's a photographer, probably. Yeah. Maybe I'll look it up after we, we sign off. Yeah. Um, I'm so excited. I'm really excited. Vegas never lets me down. Yeah. I watched all of Vegas 2 in, like, three days a couple months ago. I know. I have them both on DVD. They're official MTV releases, not bootlegs of the... A lot, both Las Vegas seasons. So. You say that almost accusatoryingly. Like, I mean, I watched it on on. Oh Hulu. no, you watched it on. <laughs> yeah, you watched it. I, I'm just saying, like, just in case MTV's listening, like, I was not torrenting this season. Like, <laughs> I bought these DVDs. Yeah, Keith is the only person I know who has so much real world DVD. Like, I pretty much have. I pretty DVD. much have an alert for real world stuff on eBay. So yeah, if it if it was on eBay, I have it. <laughs> I think you tweeted the picture of me with my real world casino. Thing. Oh yeah, yeah. I should tweet a picture of you with your real world DVDs though. Oh yeah. Yeah. Proud. I'm super proud. I mean, you worked really hard to find those. I know I did. Well, um, I guess that's it. That's it. I mean, we'll have more to talk about next week. Yeah, we'll Vegas. be we'll be kind of like back on a more like, I guess more structured like. I mean, we're probably just gonna talk about the real world every week. Probably. The new season. And some hot topics. And, uh, uh, of course, hot topics a little bit. Um, but, yeah, May is when the next challenge starts, so we really only have, like, a month-ish to go. Oh, don't say that. I haven't done my taxes yet, so. Oh, I already did. Oh, you're a good boy. <laughs> yeah. But, anyway, thank you so much for listening. Yeah, so. I hope I didn't talk too fast. I was, like, really excited about having watched that entire season in, like, two days. I don't think you spoke too fast. I wouldn't yeah. worry about well, it. Well, let us know. You can, you can rate our podcast yeah we are on on itunes on the podcast mm. app so if you're like into it you should totally rate and review us we have one review right now uh, uh, we'll it's a, a five out. star review we appreciate it um i'm looking it up right now <laughs> don't want some dead air also when i search killing it we come up like almost number one now so that's pretty chill yeah, we really appreciate your lessons. So thank you, Jazz Hall, who wrote that Danielle and Keith love MTV's The Challenge and know their stuff. We do oh, love The Challenge. We really do. We and do. thanks for the compliment. Thank you. Thank you. I try. So, yeah, so if you if you also like us, you know, leave, rate, leave, a, leave a Even rating. if it's a two-star review or one-star. Like, yeah. If I guess. <laughs> if you're going to be like that, that's fine. We'll listen to it. Just tell us how to improve, okay? Yeah. Constructive. Um, we're, on, we're on Twitter, at Killing It Pod. Mm-hmm. Um, soundcloud killing dash it dash podcast mm-hmm. um you know find us all the places listen yeah. to us leave follow us, us comments. on twitter follow us on twitter at daniela devera at keith di natale yeah we have a lot of d's in our names yeah all, all the d's <laughs> but yeah it's until next week 
Yeah. Uh, you should watch the premiere. I hope you're all watching the premiere on Thursday night at 10. Yeah, it's also St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, I think Turn it also, into a drinking game. They're also apparently showing afterwards like casting tapes of each cast member and their possible replacements. So I don't know what that means. Ooh, I guess we'll find yeah. out. We'll see. We'll talk about it next week. All right. Bye.